Welcome to another edition of No Brains, No Headache podcast. This is episode 10. We have reached a milestone, so thanks to all of you who have listened so far. I'm your host, Jordan, and I'll be joined shortly with my co-host, Matt. On today's show, we have a guest named Cole Foss. He joins us live in studio for the entirety of the show. We had a lot of fun. Plenty of laughs were had. Headlines, including baseball, is finally back. Criminal of the week. We did Olympics of baseball movies this week. Death and Taxes. We recap and review the Netflix series Home Game, Episodes 1 and 2, followed by Cleary's comments and a few fallacies to finish up. So let's get it on. All right, we now welcome on Cole Foss. Cole was a college baseball player for St. John's for three, four years, years asterisks on the last one, where he majored in women's studies. He is a hand has been hockey player and an Orthodox Jew and a certified booze bag. Welcome on Cole. Were any of those true? Um, maybe a fifth of what you said was true, but yeah, close enough. You played baseball. I did play baseball. What did you major in? Business. Okay, close enough. enough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you played hockey. You I still did. play hockey? Uh, just for fun. Okay. Are you Jewish? I'm not Jewish, no. <laughs> That's a, big That's a good guess. guess. That would have been a first. You are a booze bag, though. <laughs> Depends on the week. I wanted to talk to you about your time at St. John's. Okay. Tommy Johnny, tell me about it. From what I remember, Tommy Johnny was kind of what every college student looks forward to when you go to college. It's two schools that just revolve around football for the most part. And, and, they, and they recently, I think that you were the first year, your freshman year, when they started playing at... Because they played at U.S. Bank last year, didn't they? Yeah. I'm talking, my freshman year was at St. John's. My sophomore year, they played at Target Field. Okay. That was one of my... I think one of my uncles went there, and he's like, yeah, we sat in the sun, and it was like the worst thing ever. And, but, yeah, it's it's the rivalry between St. Thomas and St. John's football is unreal. Thank you. Um, even, like, when... I think it was, like, St. John's was pretty bad, and... I think they beat St. Thomas when St. Thomas was, like, going to win the national championship or was really mm-hmm. highly ranked, but it's just, like, it's always going to be a good game, and the amount of booze that is drank has to be just... <laughs> I've never been to it, but tell me about that. What did you guys do? Well, this year was at St. Thomas, so we actually played at Allianz Field, where the Minnesota Loons play. Oh, that's cool. It's, like, yeah. a brand-new stadium. Isn't yeah, it? it was brand-new. So we took a party bus from St. Cloud down to St. Paul, and I remember that, and I don't remember coming, going to the game, I don't remember coming back from the game, but um, we won, so that was fun. All because of you. But yeah, no, that Tommy Johnny's super cool, and that's in every sport too, we just kind of go back and forth. Like even on the smaller sports? Yeah, I mean, baseball, we went back and forth every year, and I think even swimming and How is the Mayak in baseball? It's pretty good. I mean, it's hard because... Like any school up north, it's really tough with snow and being cold in the spring. Because we start. You guys go south at all? Yeah, we go to Florida for a week and then we come back and go to Arizona for a week after that. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah, that makes sense. My next thing I wanted to talk to you about is: Can you tell me about getting fined and/or kicked out of the college cafeteria? I just, I would always get caught stealing food from the cafeteria because I was far too lazy to make my own food. 
and um, I would bring, we would bring in containers, and I think I... You'd get like six things of like Asian stir-fry. <laughs> so you're just a normal college student. Yes, that would just get caught, yeah. And just do what everyone else does, like steal a roll of bagels or something. You don't have to bring in containers and fill them up. Wait a minute, did you ask him if he's a Jew and he went to St. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, this is a free country, you can go wherever you want. I guess it is true, but I'm just putting the pieces together now. <laughs> So was it just football was like the big rivalry, or is it all sports you said, or just football I mean, is just way better than the rest of them? Yeah, I mean, like, every sport is a huge rivalry for St. John's to play St. Thomas and vice versa, but, I mean, football, much like other schools, brings in probably the highest attendance, football and basketball. So those two sports obviously probably draw in the most people, but every sport really goes back and forth with St. Thomas. And now they're D1. Yeah, I think they're joining the Summit League. Where's St. John's located? So, it's in Collegeville, Minnesota, which is right outside of St. Cloud. Okay, where's St. Thomas located? St. Thomas is downtown in St. Paul. Okay. So, you guys, so St. Cloud, technically, if you want to count it, has St. John's and St. Cloud State as... Yeah. Is St. Yep. Cloud a pretty good party school or town, or is it shitty kind or of. what? It's kind of weird down It's kind of sketchy down there. That's what I was hearing, yeah. but Did, with the two colleges nearby, you'd think... Yeah. Did you go to bars in St. Cloud, or would you go? We to... have we have our own. There's in another John's smaller here. town, isn't there? Yeah, well, we like St. John's is considered to be all boys school, and then, then St. Ben's. St. Ben's, but like all a lot of my classes were at St. Ben's, so yeah, it's really just where the dorms are. But I lived in a house that was in St. Joe, where the girls' school is, and that's more of like a downtown area. So there's did they have there's just bars. greasy nights for drinking like dude every how bucks has like fifty cent taps yeah. and everyone and their brother are just blackout and puke yeah. on the table Wednesday was like five dollar big mugs so you get like thirty two ounce beers yeah. or like forty ounce beers yeah. right? and Thursday was ten dollars all you could drink <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's only one way that goes and then Fridays is the ten dollar fish bowls. was there any drink that you drank a ton of in college that you wouldn't touch now. Huh? Not, Not really. Good probably. Oh, UV blue. My sophomore year. See, everyone has a bad yep. experience with UV blue. Most people, it happens like freshman year. Well, I used to be able to drink like water. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say that, that was the alcohol that I did in high school. I was like, nope. Yeah, Ron Diaz for me is. I've said it before on the show. Kharkov vanilla. It was like that came out like freshman year of college when Matt and I were in college at least. And yeah, it was just brutal. Yeah. It's like the first way you're like, you can barely taste this. And then you're like, why does my stomach hurt so bad? Someone take me home and or throw me out the nearest three-story building. <laughs> take me home, country roads. Take me home, country beans. <laughs> <laughs> Should we get into some headlines? Yeah, hit me with it. All right, so Cole's going to join us for the whole show, but we have a few headlines to go over. First and first mostly, baseball is back. As far as the Cubs are concerned, their opening day is at home on Friday at 6.10 in the evening. First pitch, they're going off against the Brewers. Are you? Who's your favorite baseball player? I'm a Twins guy. When did the, t- when did the Twins start? That's I, That's a really good question. I should probably I'm know. pretty sure it's tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I I think they're they're playing the Cubs They've been the Cubs tonight. And then they play the White Sox in Chicago. Okay, that would make sense. Which, it's probably like a shorter drive from... Wrigley, uh, well, I, mean, I can't say that because you can go through it, but the drive from Wrigley has to be so far to get to White Sox because, I mean, it was a 45-minute train when we were in downtown Chicago. Just to get to Wrigley, I don't know. White Sox is way south. 
Yeah, the Cubbies and the White Sox, opposite side of Chicago. Yeah. Mookie Betts signed a huge deal today. Yeah, for like how much? It was 12 years, $365 million extension with the Dodgers. 12 years? I don't get any of these huge... Co- Name one outside of like Jeter or maybe Manny Ramirez that has worked. You called Derek Jeter overrated. But his contract worked. He's still wildly overrated, but he didn't Albert Pujols himself where they give him half of the <laughs> franchise to, uh, based on what he did. And it turns out he's 36 years old, or he's Dominican, so you don't know how old he is. I think it'll be interesting now. You have Mookie Betts on a long term. What deal. is he, 26? Yeah. 27. Okay, so mm-hmm. baseball, they can play a little bit longer, but he has to be productive because I'm, I'm sure. It, it tails, he gets paid as he gets into his prime, and then it tails off. But he definitely has to be productive. And then you got Stanton, who I think I could have had less strikeouts in the MLB <laughs> than he did last year. How much was the fucking contract for? It was 12 years, $365 million, so $27 million a year, essentially. That's a lot of... That's 300 Chiba. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. 365 McChickens. So is Vortex. How much are the Marlins worth? Not a lot. <laughs> we're the Dodgers. Yeah, we are an anti-Marlins podcast. <laughs> I think it will be interesting, though, because now you have Mike Trout on a long-term deal, you have Harper on long-term deals, and Mookie Betts now. So I think it will be interesting to see how those three are going to play out. At least with baseball, they can't like handcuff themselves like when they give huge contracts, and then ends up, there's a salary cap, but baseball, you can kind of do whatever you want. Yeah. Matt? Criminal of the week, the floor is yours. Um, I didn't do a lot of research. I thought you did, so uh, I didn't do any research. I thought you said you were gonna gonna look it up. Okay, Dan Snyder, who after all this happened, so basically he was paying his he was prostituting out his cheerleaders to bang players and coaches apparently because what Jay Gruden was there. It's called groupie. Look it up and. So Gruden was banging the same chick as Cabri Bibbs, their starting fullback. Capri Bibbs? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> you don't know who that is. I know his name's not Cabri. Okay, oh, Gruden and Bibbs, same chick, Eskimo Bros. Go Gruden on. finds out the next game benches Bibbs. Two plays later, Alex Smith career ending injury. <laughs> on a missed block by the backup fullback. Okay, I see now. So there's there's some cold hard evidence on this. But then like Snyder was paying for huge parties too. Like LeVar Arrington would saw a car, like Colt McCoy's car in half with a chainsaw. Well, I didn't hear that. Did you hear that? I had no idea. I did a deep dive on the internet, so it's like 30% chance that's true. And if it is, it's awesome. Well, my whole reaction to the whole story was that it was so raw and speculative, it was like, I don't know what to believe right now. What is the truth? But it happens how it happened in Carolina. I mean, that was sexual harassment, but this is basically that and more. No, Sandusky was at Penn, Matt. The Panthers. Oh, oh. David Tepper? Sure. Love to look him up later. <laughs> they sold like three years ago. But... I lost my train of thought now. Oh, yeah. Snyder said he's not selling the team. He's like, why should I have to sell my franchise? I'm like, I don't know. 
you held out for 20 years to change the name when it was wildly offensive in the first place, and then this happens. Like, might just want to cut your losses and... I have a question. So weren't minority stakeholders selling their shares of the Redskins, like owners? Yeah. Right? Is there anything against Dan Snyder not buying those? Like, he could just buy more of his team? Well, he has majority ownership, so, like, it doesn't matter. It would kind of I mean, the... and it, that would be the terrible thing to do in this season, because, like, the best thing you're going to do is break even with the TV deals, because they're not getting... God knows they're not selling any merchandise anymore, so... Yeah, and Alex Smith has a fucking bionic leg, so I'm sure that would be <laughs> fucking cheap. On the Have you, did you guys. watch that E60? His no. leg looks like an no. elephant trunk. <laughs> Have you watched it? I didn't see it. I, I, will. Do I will watch it now. Yeah. Oh, it, it's super good, but his leg looks so... Because they took uh, skin from his quad and his hamstring. Mm-mm. Nope. And so, like, he, you can see these, like, marks where they took the skin off, but then his leg just, like, looks just, like, <laughs> deformed. But it, and then he has one of those things that drill into your bones and, like, uh, keeps it up. And he still walks over. Don't, don't brace. No, not, not really even close. Okay. <laughs> Worth a shot. Uh, it's like where the people have the things that go into their head, and it's like a halo. Okay. It's one of those on your leg, but he like works out and runs with it. It's the craziest thing ever. Nope. I don't even want to think about this anymore. Wait, so Dan Schneider was your criminal of the week? What were his criminal offenses that he was charged with? I don't know. There's a lot of criminal activity that went on. <laughs> Was he charged with anything? <laughs> He's rich, probably not. <laughs> All right, criminal of the week. Not actually a criminal yet. We'll see. I didn't do a lot of research because hey. you said you were going to do research. No, no. When we uh, talked about this, we just you said you're always in charge of criminal of the week. When have I done criminal? You said you were. Time for Olympics this week. We did Olympics of baseball movies. It was my choice and. With given the season started, I figured we'd do Olympics of baseball movies. We got Cole here with us still. So how it works is start with if you had a didn't qualify like a baseball movie you hate, you can certainly do that. And then we work in ascending order, starting with lost in middle round, bronze, silver, gold. So as is tradition, we'll have Matt start. You can follow, and I will trail. All right, I have two that did not qualify for the Olympics. And I hope to God both of these movies are not on either of your lists. <laughs> oh, gosh. Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off, Disney Channel movie. That's that's a baseball movie? Yeah. I've never heard of that. It's also about cooking, and it's fucking terrible. <laughs> so unrealistic. Like, he loses his mojo, and he's a first baseman, and he forgets to put his foot on the bag. And his dad, who looks like a guy that's never played a sport in his entire life, is a coach and has... Three sons that are perfect athletes. I think I know what movie you're talking about, but go on. It's not on my list. My next did not qualify is Mr. 3000 with Bernie Mac. R.I.P. I'm I'm pretty sure Bernie Mac, wherever he is now, is glad he's dead after that movie came out. <laughs> well, he got the 3000 hit, so... No, he didn't. Okay. Have you seen the movie? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously not. I haven't either. <laughs> well, Obviously do, you know what, do you know what it's about? 3,000 hits, they go back and they like... No, he retires and he has a bar called... But there was a rain delay one game, so there's a mix-up in the stats. So he only has 2,997 hits. So he goes back, like, when he's 50 years old. Gets two hits, then, like, the last game, 
sacrifice punts or something instead of getting his 3,000th hit. It's the dumbest movie I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, it's a good quality lesson about being a team player and not selfish stat building. Did you have a, did you have a didn't qualify? <laughs> I guess I had one. Have you guys seen Summer Catch? Yeah, it's got Jessica Biel, who does a gold pick. In I've never even heard of it. It's about this uh, about this guy who plays in the Cape Cod League. And essentially, is just there to play baseball and meets this girl. Yeah, he mows lawns on the side. Yeah. He meets Jessica Biel, who's super hot. They go swimming. My lost in the medal round is Angels in the Outfield. Oh my god. That, that was... That's such a good movie. <laughs> I was thinking about my didn't qualify. I was going to put Angels in the Outfield. You bitch. This is such a good movie. Listen to this cast. Yeah, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Christopher Bill Lloyd. Cosby, blah, blah, blah. That's Danny Glover. Danny Glover, Bill Cosby, same shit. <laughs> no, it isn't. Matt's a huge fan of Bill Cosby. Matthew McConaughey. He's what? In the <laughs> I do. I was looking through my vinyl collection upstairs, and it's like from like my mom's house. She had gave me a bunch of them. And there's one that's like Bill Cosby on vinyl. <laughs> that one did not age well. <laughs> and then Tony Danza's in it. Neil McDonough. And my personal favorite, Tony Longo. It's just this fat guy, and his name is Trisket Mesmer. In the movie? Yeah. That's a good baseball name. Who's your honorable mention, Cole? I think, I was thinking about this. I think now mine would probably be Moneyball. I think Moneyball does a really good job of showing what goes on behind the scenes, but not necessarily in terms of baseball. But it's kind of cool to see that angle of baseball. Seen something, I guess, through a different lens. I think we'll talk more about this movie, but my question for you is, did you think Jonah Hill was a douche in that movie? Dude, I love Jonah Hill in every movie he's in. He's just a fat, cool dude. That I heard in real life he's an absolute tool. Yeah. I didn't like his, like, I liked his character, I guess, but him playing it, I didn't really like in Moneyball. Who would you rather have that be played by? Chris Farley, duh. You know, he's super dead. So yeah, it's very dead. <laughs> My lost in the metal round, rookie of the year. Ooh. Henry Roland Gardner, everybody knows the name, plus it's a little Cubs flick. I love the pitching coach, Brigma. Uh, <laughs> Here it up now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's a it's good... Cold. hot ice. <laughs> it's stuck I, in the cage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love when the Mets guy is just up to bat and he's just like... And sawdust yeah, is coming off. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, my favorite part of that movie is when he's stuck in the cage and goes, A little help here? <laughs> or he gets, help. he gets it stuck <laughs> between the two doors in the hotel room he's like, oh boy. <laughs> and he can't move his arms down because he's... <laughs> I love, and then you have John Candy as their commentator. If it wasn't for Gary guy. Busey and them being the Cubs, that probably would be on my did not qualify. Yeah, if it wasn't the Cubs, you know how no unrealistic is that they get a closer on their team midseason and that turns their entire season around. <laughs> Show me one fucking team that happens to. But his mom, Henry Roengardner's mom, can we say certified '90s milf? Absolutely. Oh, she's still being milf. Oh, I mean, to this day. Should I, I think I still would. She's probably 75. Yeah, still would. <laughs> Fair game. She probably has way more money than me. <laughs> On to the bronze round. Yeah, so I have my bronze. One of my favorite movies, movies. Hardball. Love it, Keanu. Keanu, probably my favorite of his movies. It has 
funny parts. G baby dies. Really cuts to the core of you. Love it when you call me Big Pop. <laughs> to the hands in the air if you're a true player. And then 20 years later, that Chicago team. They should have been named the Cucumbas. Those in the Little League World Series made it to the finals. Turns out they had a ton of kids that were like out of district. It's basically <laughs> hardball movie. Worst Cole, who do you got for your bronze? I have to give Sandlot my bronze. I grew up watching Sandlot, and I think that it kind of encapsulates every uh, person, every kid growing up their for dreams sure. in baseball, and they kind of get out and play baseball just for fun and not for a job or. Well, I, I love the hat that the kid wears with the huge bill that has like a fish on that. And he like gives him his spare hat and he's like, what should I do with this? Uh, does your dad have a fireplace? Yeah. Just throw it in there. There's so many good lines in that movie too. Oh, absolutely. It's iconic. What do you got for bronze? I'm going to audible just like Matt did last week, but I'm sticking to it. I'm audibling to Moneyball being my bronze. Call it basic. That's why I said we're probably going to talk about it more. See, that's fine because it's my silver, so it's a good transition. Okay, let's just let's yeah. just discuss it. Let's air it out <laughs> right now since it's out there. You got a little Brad Pitt, although I wish he did the oceans approach where he's just eating in every scene. So oh, it's Brad Pitt eating. It's well, just, he just has a jaw in all the time. I love the scouts that they have at the table. They're the old guys. He's like, "Who's Fabio?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he looks good. Yeah, but his girlfriend's pretty ugly. And then Brad Pitt's just like, what the fuck are we doing here, guys? <laughs> I do love the fact that they use the ugly girlfriend as a baseball stat. Cole, would you say that's a pretty accurate stat to give? I'd say for pitchers. Yeah. Pitchers usually they either have really hot girlfriends or really ugly girlfriends. Madison Bumgarner's wife is definitely a slump buster <laughs> that ended up just sticking around. So what is the better pitcher? The good looking guy with the hot girlfriend, good looking guy with ugly girlfriend, ugly guy with hot girlfriend, ugly guy with ugly girlfriend. Sorry to No. I think that. I think the ugly guys with ugly girlfriends usually always turn out to be the best athletes and everything. Love it. And it's weird to say that, but I think statistically and analytically, it looks like it might be true. Can't argue with science facts. <laughs> now I know what to do with my scouting reports, because I think I have a fantasy baseball draft in the next 48 hours, and <laughs> I have yet to do any analytics. I'm terrible at fantasy baseball, because all I really know is Cubs and like the major players. I'm just like, ugh. I have no idea who this guy is. I guess Verlander has Kate Upton, though. And he's pretty fucking good. Yeah. And she's pretty freaking hot, too. She's got some freaking blouse buddies on her. But Moneyball, I do like because I've noticed over the years I'm starting to like more movies that are based off of, like, true stories. Mm -hmm. That Oakland A's, you can always somewhat root for them. Maybe you not so much being a Twins fan in the AL, but... When you see him in the playoffs, being a Cubs fan, you're kind of like, hey, hopefully they do it because they're always the underdog. I also like how they mixed in like actual footage from their 19th win, which was like Hatterberg, Chris Pratt hitting a homer, and like the whole movie's just done really well. I thought. Um, I mean, that's basically all I have for Moneyball. Who do you have for your silver, Cole? Okay, silver. I kind of went a different route. I went with a documentary. 
Have you seen the documentary of Doc Ellis pitching a no-hitter on acid? Yes. I'm glad you chose that. I have not. I had to throw it in. Very much intrigued. I had to throw it in there. So he basically didn't know. I can't remember exactly what year it was. It was was like 79. But he didn't know he was pitching the the next day. And he's just doing a bunch of drugs and was really hungover and then took acid in the morning. And then found out he was pitching, so he went to the park on time and threw a no-hitter, and he said he saw two batters the entire game. That's in, What team did he even play for? He played for the Padres, I oh, believe. That's the biggest... I was going to say either it has to be the Padres or the Pirates. <laughs> no, he, he, when he was on acid, he played for the Pirates. Are you shitting me? Was it the Pirates? It was. It was the Pirates. Okay, yeah, sorry. That <laughs> that's really weird. That says he doesn't know yeah. what he's talking about. No, I was saying if it's a guy on acid, uh, he has to play for the Padres... For the Pirates. And then steroids, just the Yankees. Oh. I wish they'd bring back steroids. <laughs> also, I'm all Did you say Padres are Pirates? Yeah. Because he was pitching for the Pirates on June 12, 1970, when he did the LSD and pitched in, at San Diego Stadium. At the Padres fucking stadium. <laughs> what in the fuck? What is guy? San Diego. What? Is Doc Ellis' long-lost brother. Did, did they... Interviewing for the podcast or the sorry the documentary. Um, I don't think they did. Did they? I, I watched that documentary a long time ago, so it, it is a good one. Yeah. It's called what is it? What it's is called it? it's called documentary with a K for Doc Ellis. Mm. Yeah, Matt, you'll definitely have to I look and check it out. It's really weird. It's really weird. It's really cool though. I'm glad you went with the documentary approach instead. So my silver is going to be Sandlot. Um, you took all the good ones early, Cole, which really said a lot. <laughs> but, I mean, Sandlot's just a classic. Uh, Squints Paladoris. He is hilarious with planning his kiss with Wendy Peppercorn. The names in the movie oh, she saw that. are awesome. She's a dream girl. Yeah. Yeah, and Hamilton Porter as catcher. They all just did a really good job of like, casting and like complimenting each other. Uh, Benny the Jet Rodriguez. Did you see they had a reunion with all of them, but Benny the Jet didn't show up, and then they were going through other kind of the same era movies, and they did the Mighty Ducks, and it was just, but not like a reunion, but they like pictures of him. Goldberg apparently is a huge drug addict, and his picture was his (laughs) his mugshot. Yeah, and he lost like 900 pounds, just looks methed out, and just like sitting there. I think Sandlot, too, this might be really off-topic, but I think it is like a prime example of you can't make sequels to really, really good movies. I, I refuse to watch the sequel. Like, I can't either, and I I feel like a lot of people Apparently are Apparently it's the same director, so... Uh, yeah, have you from, seen it? I, I have. Years ago, I listened to an interview where uh, Hamilton Porter got interviewed. Okay. And Did it have any recurring... Cast no, no, because it was they done asked, in like two thousand. They asked apparently they asked Hamilton Porter to like play like the manager or what have you, a classic, you know, sequel role for a guy like that, and he turned it down. But it was the same director, so apparently from an actor artistic standpoint, they all were okay with the sequel because it was the same director, and I'm sure he had a part in writing it as well. But, yeah, you're right. The yeah. It doesn't matter. It was a shitty sequel. Sandlot 2 can fuck off. It's, I don't know why that they keep doing sequels to movies that are so good. I like Dumb and Dumber? 
The dumb balls. The dumbest. Were you about to say the dumbest? <laughs> well, have you, have you seen the one when Harry met Lloyd? Came out in like 2002. I like that one more than I like the actual yeah. Dumb and Dumber sequel. <laughs> it has some funny parts, but it's so stupid. Did you know that they shot the Sandlot in Utah, not outside of L.A. in the valley where it's supposed to take place? The reason being is because it was shot in the 90s and it was... 60s, 70s era, mm-hmm. uh, the towns in Utah still weren't up to date. They all looked old <laughs> in the 90s. And outside of L.A., I mean, you can imagine. So. All right, who was the old guy in Sandlot that he had all that memorabilia? Oh. Like, who was he in MLB? Because he was definitely an MLB player. Yeah. Is that was, what you're asking? Yeah, or like, who was he... Historic was he like a manager or something? Because he has like, oh, this one's signed by the entire nineteen thirty or nineteen nineteen Yankees team. It was know. James Earl Jones, Mr. Myrtle. It's like his name is fucking James Earl Jones, the actor, <laughs> Squirrel's cousin. <laughs> You're getting dumber. You have to come on again. Dumb and dumber. You don't have to come on again. <laughs> All right, my gold medal. Major League one and two. I'm just going to go ahead and say that is mine as well. That is not mine. Okay, Cole, do yours, then we'll talk Major League. Mine's The Rookie. Have you seen The Rookie? With Dennis Quaid? Yes. I absolutely love that movie. Yeah, no, we're going to sweep over that and talk about Major League. Oh, my God. That was going to be my did not qualify. I I think that is one of the worst movies ever. Shut up. That he's throwing against the fucking speed limit sign? Yeah, it's badass. Oh, no, I only threw 32 miles an hour. Turns out it was broken. He's throwing, like, 99. Yeah, but it's a cool story, right? I think that's based I'm on... I'm going to side with Cole here. The Rookie is... It is an okay baseball movie. It is mid-level, okay? It's not... I would give it a gold medal. I would, give, I, would give it, I would give it a 45. Okay, you give Major League a higher rating than... Yeah, rookie? absolutely. Major League 1 and 2 are... Gold. Let the record show I'm not docking on your pick. Matt. Yeah, it's all mad. <laughs> what would you give it on Rotten Tomatoes? Rotten Tomatoes fucking sucks. One through a hundred, your ranking. Through a hundred. The rookie? Yeah. And probably like a ninety-two. It's an A, but it's not an A plus. I think I don't I just think the rookie has such a cool storyline when you I was, have a I was about to say I love the storyline. I well it's true, isn't it? I don't know if it's true or not. I don't think it's true, but they start off in Texas, and he's a kid. Yeah. I love when he goes to that old store, and he's just looking for baseball socks. Yeah. You can totally relate as a young baseball player. Oh, the ones player. with the stripe? Yeah, and all, you want, yeah. all you want is the fucking sweet baseball fucking socks. There's a ghost in here, and you just want the cool ones in the poor fucking store in Texas. I might be on the other end of this, because the critic score is 85 or 84. There you go. Audience is 70. So it's kind of in between. So it's a Disney movie too, I believe. Yeah. Okay, we're, we're going to take a look at the full spectrum, but we need to discuss Major League. Are you not a fan? I'm a fan of Major League. I think if you want to go with a movie like Major League, I think Benchwarmers is 10 times funnier than See, that's Benchwarmers was going to be on my list, but I was like, I can't leave out Moneyball. Actually, I could have left out Moneyball. More kind of talk about it. Benchwarmers is... The amount of it is one of the funniest. That. It's I don't think it's a good baseball movie. I think it's just a fucking hilarious movie. Yeah, it's like when the Howie's in the RV <laughs> and the, there's a serial killer in our neighborhood, neighborhood killing everyone with the name Howie. That's my 
<laughs> He's one of the best actors of all time. Major League is just, it's so funny where it's the opposite of that shitty sequel. I would say, I would argue right now, No Brains No Headache Podcast episode 10 argument coming at you. Major League 2 is better than Major League 1. See, and I can have an argument for that. I just think they're so similar to the same movie. It's like Avengers, Infinity War, and Endgame are like kind of the same. But I love the extra characters they brought in. in I still love that they have Dorn, and he's the owner of the team, (laughs) and then he comes down wearing a trench coat. He's like, as of 9.15 this morning... He like opens a trench coat and he's wearing a uniform. He's like, I activated myself. <laughs> and then they just go have him get pegged by a ball. It's like Matt going to Wednesday night softball games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're the sponsor of the team. That doesn't mean you can play. I activated myself. It's, it's like the preseason. They're down doing spring training. He just whips out a poster of himself. Is it too early for Roger Dorn poster now? <laughs> he's the owner. <laughs> I love how then he like gets into financial trouble and they bring back the old owner. I'm certified smoke show. She is. Yes. She's like sixty in that movie. She has to be dead by now. I like the the bikini motivation though. She's a motivated group. She is the kind of girl that make you want to skydive without a parachute. (laughs) Serrano in that movie. He's the man. Yeah, and my favorite character I think between the two. Yeah. Is Tanaka. No, my <laughs> I love when they, when, um, Serrano hits a home run and he goes, no marbles. <laughs> you, you have no. no. And, and then he pulls out the marbles. But then, like, Charlie Sheen is fantastic, but he's such a main character that it's hard. You like him a lot, but the underlying characters in that are so much better. When or the guy that's the in the stands who's like the number one fan, and then the second one he starts hating him. He's yeah. a walking case of STDs, isn't he? Uh, probably. Charlie Sheen. I'm almost positive. Is. Oh, Charlie yeah. Sheen. Oh. Not Randy Quaid, who you were referring to <laughs> as the Bleacher Man. Sugar's full. Oh, yours loud. <laughs> He's back. <laughs> no, I love at the end of Major League Two, they win the pennant or whatever the fuck it is. He <laughs> runs up to the stands. And Frankie, that little troubled kid that is like the head student of the chick Charlie Sheen Wild Thing is dating. A lot to unpack there. Sorry about that. Anyway, he runs up to her and he's like, hey, blah, 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 let's get back together. And Frankie goes, don't give in to it. And he goes, I got World Series tickets for the kids. And Frankie goes, well, maybe give him a second He's just quick to jump the gun. In the first one, the pitcher that's super old and he's like, Vaseline, sometimes you should got a little real snot on it. Yeah, a little Vagisil on the shoulder. <laughs> the umpire's looking, I just rub a little jalapeno to do something. Get my nose. <laughs> we need to bring. Is that still a modern day thing in baseball called? Do people cheat? There was a Yankees pit. They'd use, what, pine tar on their neck. I know pitchers will do that to get, like, a better grip. I didn't see that much in college because, like, you have those Rossin bags now, and those dry your hands off pretty well. But I think the biggest thing that I see of, like, if you want to consider it cheating in baseball is when somebody fouls a pitch off or, like, hits a fair ball, they pretend they hit it their foot. 
So they drop to the ground, they get hit their foot, and it came no ball. Oh, okay. But if they just hit a ball straight into the ground, so a lot of people would just play it off like it hit their foot. Or having buzzers attached to yourself. Yeah, that's cheating. I hope <laughs> El Tuve gets hit by every single pitch that he's thrown and just quits halfway through. Was it he and Bregman that got hit by a pitch? Was it two nights ago? Yesterday. Was it yesterday? By the Royals pitcher. Yeah. Well, it looked like El Tuve swung. And yeah, and Bregman didn't. I didn't think he got hit. No. I, I thought it like hit his jersey as it went by. No, I feel like they'll probably get hit by a lot of pitches this year. Anyways. But what can you do with the umpire? Because they're they're second and third guy up usually, I think. And what are you going to throw them out every time they get hit by a pitch in the first inning? No, yeah. I mean I, they'll probably warn each bench or each pitcher before the game even starts. But for one team, that's almost an advantage. The coronavirus only saved a certain amount of people, you could say, and it's the Houston fucking Astros because oh. now they don't have fans booing them. Imagine sixty thousand fans. What if the sound? You what in if New York? the sound they put in on every away stadium just boos the entire time? I don't like the sound. Your I like it for sound. I like it for soccer. I didn't think it was bad. The NHL. The NHL <laughs> is. It's much like the Dallas Cowboys season. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the NHL I saw was banning or was gonna do a five del- second a five delay. second delay so they could cut language out from players. And do you know who John Tortorella? Is? Yeah, his interview. Is so <laughs> they good. asked him. They asked him about it, and he said, "Frankly, I don't give a yeah. shit." It's <laughs> <laughs> the most badass answer you could probably give. But the thing is, I wish there was a uncensored version of like what they're doing. Because I would watch the uncensored because some like the way hockey players chirp and just talk in general is so funny. Like the Russian guys that just learned how to swear. Yeah, the hockey mic'd up versions, those little videos, those are awesome. Mm-hmm. When I mic'd up. Before Olympics, what movies did we miss? I already know one as an avid movie slash baseball fan. Bull Durham. It's it is on, on an objective list. Bull Durham is probably top three, top five, if not number one. The reason I didn't have it on my list, Cole, you hopefully can hear me out here. I haven't watched it enough. I don't praise that movie enough. I can't quote that movie enough mm-hmm. for it to be on my list, but it is worthy of mention. Yeah, Bull Durham's one with Costner, right? Yes. And not to be mistaken with Field of Dreams. Yes. I don't like Field of Dreams. Costner's the catcher in Bull Durham. And Andy Dufresne, whoever that guy is. is Yeah. yeah. Tim Robbins from Shawshank Redemption. I've only seen that movie once. It was probably 15 years ago. But my favorite scene is when he's talking to him. He's like, no, my fastball's good. Goes back, just walks and tells the batter. He's like, fastball right down the middle. (laughs) It's off like the cow. And he's like... Now everyone gets free sticks. <laughs> yeah, I agree. We love the community sense to that movie and baseball nicknames. That's really a cool also one. bad news bears. That's what I was gonna the say. Ori- to the you. original one. No way they could make a third of that movie now. And even the remake. I watched the remake like probably a month ago, and it just has some. Uh, what is it, Billy Bob Thornton? He's like sitting in the dugout just drinking while his team's playing. And he's like, Lupus, aren't you supposed to be in right field? Who cares? <laughs> he's like, no. Have you seen Coach Kent Murphy before? Yeah. 
Where he's like, if you play right field and you're under the age of 13, chances are you're the worst fucking player on the team. <laughs> as North Dakotans, we should probably just mention 61. Yeah. It's a baseball movie. Roger Maris. Oh, the one I did forget that I like more than Rookie of the Year is... Uh, uh, fuck, what's it called? With the Twins. You have to know what I'm talking about. Uh, Little Big League? Little Big League, League. yeah. I, th- I like that one better than... Never this. seen it in my whole oh, life. Oh, it's, it's, it's good. Like, it, the kid manages the team. He doesn't play. It's more realistic. And uh, they have... He has to finish his homework before they can play. And he's like, if it takes five hours to paint the house and seven hours for this guy, how long would it take him to do it together? And they're asking every player. And, like, one player, like, thinks for a little bit. He's like, what color paint? I, that's the one where the catcher is fucking the guy's mom, right? Or, yeah. I <laughs> yeah, I, essentially, he's fucking, yeah. it, fucking the coach. And then he's manager's mom. And, and then he's like, See hey, is. hey uh, can I marry your mom? He's like, get a hit here and you can. <laughs> Spoken like a true professional. It's well, just a badass. classic line from Major League, though, is, I don't want none of that ole bullshit. <laughs> Still use it in modern. Any coach can use it these days. Or when Serrano takes his golf clubs that he grabs the head cover off of it and puts it on the door because it keeps bats warm. <laughs> He's now like, that no, say, that's what... It's just like, I don't know. Now that you say you don't remember any lines from Bull Durham, I remember one line from Bull Durham and my college coach would always say it. He, just, he would always go, you guys are lollygaggers. A bunch of lollygaggers. <laughs> that's all you would call Was he 200 years old? Yeah. Pretty much. It, that probably wasn't a bird bull Durham co- bird Dullum court. <laughs> bull Durham court. That was probably just him actually uses the phrase lollygaggers. The Could drinks be. are speaking on No Brains No Headache podcast. A lot of classic baseball movies. Let's get into some death and taxes, shall we? Absolutely. So Cole, you know how death and taxes work. It's just basically a guarantee in life. And see what you think about what we wrote this week. Death taxes and getting absolutely wasted when you say you're going to take it easy. Now this may have already been my, my first one, my first one is death taxes and Michael I Michael and I accidentally getting drunk. <laughs> Last fair. Friday is just a perfect example. Yeah. So for you listeners out there, hope you know we care because on Friday night instead of going out to the bars and getting drunk. We got drunk still, but we did a brainstorm session, which actually led to nothing this on today's show, but... We just ended up playing dice, and then we read some of the brainstorms that we did, and some of them were just like, Jordan's like, I don't know what this means, like I wrote down karaoke. Yeah, also we're getting an Aussie Rules football player on in the future. So. Yeah, I don't know where that one came from. Stand by. But, but I was like, yeah, we should just go to, I was like, I'll probably go to bed. I mean, we were like, we're going to go thrifting the next morning. I'm like, oh, let's go brainstorm. Next thing you know, it's like 1, one thirty, and we're playing <laughs> dice in here, just yelling at each other. And we're just like, all right. One-eyeing it. Death taxes and college recruits narrowing down their choices to ten schools. And make sure they tweet about it. <laughs> yes, exactly right. You gotta tweet about your top ten. Oh, Cole gets it, and, and that's exactly where I saw it was. It was some football guy, you know, pretty heavily recruited person, and it, the tweet was something along the lines of, I've narrowed down my choices 
And you click on it, and it's some graphic that I'm sure his friend made. Mm-hmm. Shout out graphic designer, you know, <laughs> whatever. And you look, and it's Louisville, Miami, Georgia, Notre Dame, Stanford, and there's always Nebraska. There's always one school on there. He's like, if he's from, like, Michigan, it'll be Western Michigan. But there's no chance that dude's going to Western Michigan. He's from North Dakota. He's got you, Mary, on it. Yeah. Yeah, his, his brother-in-law is the linebacker coach for you, Mary, and he doesn't want to have that conversation <laughs> at supper later. So he just puts the fucking logo on there. If there there's a kid from Century that's like a offensive lineman that's getting recruited from Kansas State, Wyoming, Arizona, Arizona State. He's got offers, and I'm like, are you, Mary? I wonder if they even talk to him. <laughs> like, look at his... We could... Nah. Nah. <laughs> this is where paying athletes would come into play. Wasn't there, yeah, uh, who is the guy from St. John's that got drafted this year? Pretty ben Barch. Yeah, ben. It's his birthday today. Shout out Ben Barch. Happy birthday, yeah, Ben. Birthday. Nice. But didn't you say that, like, one time he was, had uh, straps tied to a stop sign? Like, the yeah, day after I saw he got a video, drafted? I saw a video of him once. Minnesota took things with COVID into high gear. You couldn't barely leave your house. There was nothing open. I guess one of my buddies drove by and he was jump roping outside and had a ropes tied to a stop sign and he was working out in his yard. Just an absolute refrigerator? Yeah. He's just the man. Well, you you said he was like smaller than you. Well, I mean, he's taller than me. He probably weighed less than I did. He came in at 6'6", probably 180 or 200 pounds. What position does he play? He got drafted this year in the fourth round by Jacksonville. He is an offensive lineman. He's a guard. I think they draft him as a guard or a tackle. He can kind of do both. At I think it was two hundred and eighty pounds, six six two eighty. But he, good for him. He played at the Senior Bowl and he was just throwing around these guys that were like first round draft picks. That's yeah. ridiculous. Brick shit house. <laughs> he was the guy with the crazy protein shake. Yeah, yeah shake. That's a viral video or something. Yeah. His protein shake is... It's like Gatorade. So it's grits, scrambled eggs, a banana, okay, some peanut butter, and then he about. tops it off with Gatorade. <laughs> yeah, I, that's, I remember seeing everything kind of look fine and normal, and then he just did the Gatorade, and it's like, that would throw everything else yeah. off. I was like, why don't you just drink the Gatorade? I've had some friends try it. They said it's actually not bad. Well, even the reporter that tried it on NFL Network was like, that's actually not that bad, and took another drink. If you ever want to gain 100 pounds, there you go. Death, taxes, and someone trying to rob the come and go on Christmas with a shovel and a 2x4. It has happened in my lifetime probably over five times. (laughs) By someone from the Budget Inn in Bismarck walking over with whatever they find in the street and trying to rob the come and go. There used to be this guy that worked out and told him to get the fuck out. That's all I got for death and taxes. I got I got one quick. Just off the okay. top of my head. Okay, okay. Got I like this. Death, taxes, and getting more drunk at the bar. I can't tell you how many times I have gone to the bar before. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I've gone to the bar before and said, okay, I'm done drinking. I'm just going to go to the bar to hang out and have fun. And I get to the bar, and next thing I know, I'm sitting on my ass the next morning. Yeah. I like it. Uh... That's the so bar good. is not a good place to knock it from, okay? I'm going to preface that. <laughs> That's probably a good observation. <laughs> but it is a guarantee in life. Uh, you can't see me at a bar just hanging out unless I'm grabbing lunch and I'm definitely hungover. <coughs> oh. 
But it's so true when you go out to a bar, you're like, oh, it's pregame, so we only have to get a couple at the bar. And you look at your tab, it's like, $82? What the what fuck did I do? No! <laughs> or go out, for, go out with your friends for a couple drinks, plan out having one, and then end up having... Four, like, everyone 15. drives their car there, and then, like, <laughs> in the morning, you're, like, somehow all back at your house, and you're like, well, who's gonna give us a ride to our car? <laughs> so this show, Home Game, it's on Netflix. It's about random sports throughout the world. Mm-hmm. Mainly Europe. Um, Asia as well, if you get down in the episodes. But we're just gonna talk about the first two episodes. The first episode... Hit the hit the second episode first, because the first episode... I apologize. We talked about this. The Highland Games, they take place in Scotland. Spring and summer games. It's a tradition of their history and their culture. Matt, you like Scotland. I... If you read my blog, I do love Scotland. Yes, read Matt's blog. It is quite hilarious. So, the Highland Games... The whole premise of it is basically the biggest guys in Scotland wear kilts, go out into a field surrounded by bleachers, and throw the largest objects they can. Yeah, just heavy objects. We found this boulder over in a creek. How much does it weigh? A lot. Alright, yeah, let's give her a real college try. Let's call that the shit toss, because when you throw it, you shit your pants. It's like the My 600 Pound Life. They just go throw one of those little... They throw one of the adult girls. They probably should. (laughs) Having the embarrassment of being thrown on the Highland Games might get them to lose weight. I like to call this game Toss in American. It's It's the new challenge on Biggest Loser. It honestly should be. Like, loser that doesn't... The guy that gains seven pounds the first week and says it's muscle has to go out here. <laughs> Get thrown. <laughs> yeah, you got kilts, you got bagpipes, and you got heavy fucking rocks and sticks. So let's just throw them as far as we can. And all the guys that are doing it, like, if you say a huge Scottish guy, they all have, like, beards that are just burly as shit. And you should see their weight rooms, their homemade weight rooms. It's like fucking Rocky times ten on steroids. <laughs> they're just like in a back shed, and they got fucking duct tape around their waist as their fucking lifting belt <laughs> with just fucking milk jugs on the end. <laughs> yeah, it's some mercury in there. I don't know a lot about it besides it's poisonous, but it's heavier than water, so I put that in the milk jug. Yeah, Matt, I think we can both agree. Cool. It's called the caber toss. I want you to find, you know those electrical poles with the electrical lines on them? The big ones along the interstate, just say cut that in half. It's what, 15 feet? Yeah, it's pretty tall. 15 feet. Basically, you get a hold of this puppy, you run as long as you can, and then eventually, you know, physics and expansion and contraction, eventually that top comes over, and so they flip it. And it only counts if you do a whole fucking... <laughs> <laughs> this thing weighs like 400 pounds and they're holding it like this, like... Yep. Kind of like you're, yeah, you're carrying a it. basket or a baby. Yeah. You're fucking carrying three cases of bush light into a house. <laughs> and, and, and cradle style. And they throw them fucking far, too. You should get Lizzo on that show. 
We <laughs> took to be thrown or to be a contestant. I guess you could probably do either. You have to you have to carry and throw Lizzo dancing in your hands. Uh, one time, <laughs> my sister told me like, yeah, Dad went to a Lizzo concert by himself in Omaha. Wow. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's, that's a bill thing. Yeah, the caper toss is probably the best one, but they have it's like shot put and discus, but it's just like. A fucking stone, a curling, fucking rock. Because it basically used to be trees when they did the caber toss. Yeah. But now they actually have, like, real equipment that's regulated, not just, like, a huge stone that they can find in a quarry. Same weight. You want to know the worst job in the world? Hmm. Cleaning up roadkill on the side of the highway. Being Matt's boss. Being greenskeeper for the practice field where these guys just huck these rocks into <laughs> because when they show the film of these guys just throwing rocks into space, it's like the greenest grass you've seen Augusta out there practically over in Scotland. And these guys are just throwing rocks that are just making the biggest divots and there's just dirt everywhere. <laughs> That's the worst job in the world. Beautiful grass. But they only do it like once a year, don't they? Spring and summer games in Scotland, so... Got time. Yep. The queen also loves it. She's got a little hut she hangs out in. But if you want to learn more about Scotland, check out Matt's blog. It's on our Twitter page. The other episode of Home Game I want to talk to you about, it takes place in Florence, Italy. You Italian? I... Maybe a little bit. I'm not 100% sure. Are you French? What is I am French. I'm French-Canadian, too. Tough break. Well... We are an anti-French podcast. Not really French. Hope we don't like chores late. Sorry about that. It's called, and I apologize if I fuck up on the pronunciation, Kelcio Storico. What do you think it's pronounced like? Kelcio? Yeah, Kelcio Storico. In Florence, Italy, they're modern-day gladiators who are absolutely fucking bonkers. They're brick shithouse dudes that you wouldn't want to mess with. <laughs> so basically how it works is uh, they're broken up by their region, and it's four teams that play a tourney once and, a year. And you don't go on another team. You're you're born in this region. That's which team you're on. You're on the white, the blue, the red, or the green, green or something. Purple like or something. Black. Something. So I like the loyalty and the blood behind it. And there's a reason it's only once a year. Yeah, only four teams. So you play semifinals. Nine days later, you play a championship. There are 27 goddamn players per team. <laughs> on, a, on probably a 60-yard by 30-yard It's a sandlot. It's a sandlot. Yeah, and it's like gladiator style. Like people are around. <laughs> so they play 50 minutes. The whole end, your end is a goal. 50 minutes straight. Goal. Cool. I'm not sure how to explain this, but they beat the shit out of each other, <laughs> like, in the middle, and then whenever there's a ball, it's like a rugby, soccer, football mix. <laughs> but it's like the size of a beach ball. It, it, it's, like, it's like if a football and a soccer ball had sex and a rugby ball was watching, that's what kind of ball <laughs> they're using. So, yeah, there's just a street fight going on in the middle. <laughs> and then whenever you find your break, you just run for it. And you have to, so you have no, to but run you, and touch the wall? No, so the the goal goes the whole length of it, but it's three feet off the ground and only like two feet wide. So you have to be either really close or have a really good toss. But if yeah. you miss, the other team gets a half a point. Uh-huh. And then they take over possession. 
We should try that. So it's, it's, yeah, it's a fifty-minute no. gauntlet. The craziest thing though is they start and they do like a jump ball at basketball, but then whichever team gets it, they call them like it was like destroyers or something weird in Italian. And there's like fifteen guys that just square up, and anything goes. But if you get taken to the ground, then both those guys have to sit till the next goal or half point scored. <laughs> so they just like get the ball. Everyone squares up and just beats the hell out of yeah, them. And they're, they're kicking, punching, and then like when they get in trouble, they take the guy down. I love that. And then at the end of it, it shows like an aerial view, and there's just bodies. <laughs> Do they have to like lay there? So the, like they, a, they basically sit down. So it looks like yeah. So if you take or? if you take a guy if you're on offense and you take a guy down on defense, like you can basically just lay there. You know, maybe get a couple extra jabs in to show them who's boss. But but, but what you do? Then you guys are like out. So it just looks like a cemetery after a while. And there's some guys that run forward, and the team that has the ball throw it back and forth. And when a bunch of guys are sitting down because they got taken down or something, then they'll start to run forward, and it's the absolute craziest thing ever. These guys <laughs> train year round, and they do all the steroids. Yeah, these guys definitely do steroids. They're just tatted to the fucking. The main. I love this. I want to get into this. The main guy. Let's move to to Florence, Italy. Uh, I think you'd have to live there for a couple generations. (laughs) We gotta start somewhere. I love it. But these guys, it's. I think the one thing that you pointed out to me was the guy that blew out his knee. You want to touch on that? No, I don't even remember that. I just. Okay. All I can think of is. It's like, picture like a tip ball on basketball, except the guy just throws it. <laughs> Normally you get in position or go for the ball, that ball gets thrown and everyone just squares up right yeah. away. It's like a prison and these, and these teams hate each other. Prison rules, too. And they parade in to the stadium, like walking with all their fans, and they walk through this tunnel and like come out into the stadium, and they have like, so they're like, one team's red and the other's white, and they have like, Things tied around them. Yeah, it's a whole parade. It's a whole festival. Like, it's a celebration of the city. That sounds awesome. But the one thing I was talking about is, so the nine days before, or in between the games, so everyone obviously is just in terrible shape. There's one guy that just blew his ACL, and he's like, I gotta get ready for the next time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's getting, like, shots in his leg. <laughs> it's like, I gotta get ready. <laughs> like, your, your knee is, like, your kneecap's displaced, your fibia's probably broken, and you tore every ligament in your knee. And he's like, I yeah. think I can go. And, like, every person has a black guy. And it's the absolute, like... I, 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 thought, it was, I thought it was fake. I remember now because that guy honestly looks into the camera and goes, hope I can be ready for the next match. And then the narrator goes, they have nine days until the championship. (laughs) Wait, you like basically busted your ACL. (laughs) And 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 they're practicing too, and it shows the training room. And there's probably like 30 guys in the training room, or like, Probably twenty eight guys, and there's like two guys like throwing the ball back and forth that aren't hurt, <laughs> that aren't playing. Yeah, <laughs> it's absolutely insane. That sounds cool. I kind of want to join. Yeah, let's like I said, let's move to Florence, Italy. Yeah. I know a little Italian. Arrivederci. <laughs> Arrivederci. Spaghetti. There you go. Linguini. Pizza. Hey, get some good pizza. Mm-hmm. Clear his comments. Let's get into it. 
I wish they would bring back the Dakota Wizards. Oh. I saw some Dakota Wizards apparel the other day. I had the internal bait, debate, is it going to be worth money someday? The answer is no. No, absolutely not. <laughs> I would get season tickets. How fun would it be to get a G League team of guys that I follow college basketball well that would be in Bismarck and they would play teams that have, say, guys like Mario Chalmers or oh, that were Jimmer Fredette. Why would Mario Chalmers come play basketball in Bismarck, North Dakota? Because he's on a team in San Antonio that plays the Wizards. I would rather be in San Antonio. Picture this. If you're in college and you're in Bismarck and they have $5 admission to the game every single night, would you go? Eh. At least a couple times. I don't know. Yeah, maybe a couple times, but not like... They sell beer. You can gas beers at sidelines across the street. I think it's just a fun time for everyone. Maybe you should just promote for sidelines. My next Cleary's comment. <clears throat> this is a biggie. I have a theory... That good-looking people shop at Target, and uggos shop at Walmart. Go to Target, everyone's good-looking. Go to Walmart, and you get a family of linebackers fist-fighting over a can of corn. I feel like that's just the price difference, too. Like, I feel like people that can't afford more it's can six, afford to take care of them. They can afford to take care of themselves more. It's like six cents different. Like, pennies on the dollar. Mm-hmm. It's got the stigma. Location, location, location. I, I think Walmart's better located, though. Yeah, at least it is. Maybe, maybe up north because it's growing so much, but down south. One time I was at the South Walmart getting a gallon of Hawaiian punch. Don't really know why. But I was walking out of it, and I hear a dum, dum, dum. And there's this Native American with a hammer hitting it on the roof of his car from inside of <laughs> it. I think to what Matt is trying to say here is if you had to choose to find your future wife, would you rather go to Target or would you Target. rather go to Target? Target, 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 Target. Is that what you're trying to say, Matt? Kind of, basically. Yeah. And you know when people buy clothes from Walmart. No. Oh. The only clothes that are acceptable to buy from Walmart are the dry fit American flag, bald eagle ones that they have on clearance. Okay. Or, or jeans that you cut immediately into jean shorts. I'll accept that. I haven't really bought many clothes from Walmart. That's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. I mean, not that I know of. So, so you're mom, not an uggo. Not yet. My next Cleary's comment. What would your spy call sign be? Your spy call sign? In the radio. Can I have an example in a country of origin? Yeah. Mine would either be linchpin or Rex, because I have tiny arms. Um, so what is what are we talking about? You know when you're like talking on the radio and you're like This is dragon to I wrote down Coles would be either burrito because <laughs> I'm fat? <laughs> no, it's That's pretty, old me. No, there's there's burrito, and the other one I had was Mexican too. <laughs> I think I'd want to be blue pancake. Michael's was splooge. <laughs> I'd rather be flounder. Flounder's a good one. Are you a Navy SEAL? I don't know. So I'd be blue food. pancake. Blue pancake? Mm-hmm. This is wet blanket. Opposite, opposite of blue waffle. The blue pancake. Very good point. <laughs> 
Very good point. The next Cleary's comment is a story. One time, me and my brother Joe were at this Airbnb. And when I say one time, this was last summer. And it was in an undisclosed location in South Dakota. And we were staying at this cabin, and it rained the night before. We ran out of dry firewood. So we started burning this guy's building materials that he had in his garage. <laughs> so needless to say, I don't think he sided about half of his house the next summer. <laughs> my last Cleary's comment. Are you a pyro? I don't know, we just need something to burn, we're wasted. That's gonna happen. I think I'm borderline pyro. I find I, myself burning random shit at my house just because I'm bored. Everyone like, is. I, One time I, I set my almost set my house on fire because I was wondering if rubbing alcohol was flammable. Yeah, well, Turns out it's 99% alcohol. Well, you set your mirror on fire. That was fucking rude. <laughs> Birth defect. It's, no, a, it's a strawberry blonde. No soul. <laughs> Helping or hurting, Cole? <laughs> Helping. I have a Cleary's comment. I'd like to take this time to reflect on the fact that we had a high school in North Dakota nicknamed the Midgets. I don't think it's a name anymore. But I think it is. Isn't it? Recently? Yeah. So... is it? I knew there was debate, but I didn't know... That's someone that watches Little People Big World? Yeah, a lot. Like, way too much. Love that show. So... Little People of America, LP, well, oh, yeah. <laughs> went to it's LPA conventions. I tried to get into it, but apparently it'd be like five feet under. <laughs> so they went to the city council meeting and they gave the point and they're like, okay, we'll take it under consideration. And basically what Dickinson city council and the school board said is it would be too hard to change the logo. I saw a funny tweet the other day saying, I think the Twins is offensive because I'm one of the triplets. Wow. They said the Twins should change their name now because it's um, diminishing to triplets. Well, everything's coming out. Like Today there was the Jets owner came out that he had said some racist stuff. You realize that every single owner, 95% of them are old white dudes. They've probably said some racist stuff in their time coming up in the 60s and 70s. If you dug hard enough, I guarantee you'd find an album. I don't have any comment on that, but I do have a fix to Cole's suggestion here. Hmm. Quick fix. Abort one of them. The Minnesota John and Kate plus eights takes care of... If you have more than fucking eight kids, if you have octuplets, or if you have more than octuplets... Sorry, you're going to be offended. But that covers anybody from a single birth all the way up to eight. The Minnesota John and Kate plus eights. Um, I don't mind that. That sounds good. Kate plus eights. Remember John ended up banging some waitress and got kicked off the show? John and eight plus Kate. <laughs> I didn't know that. You, they got divorced and then she got hot. Well, she had the I want to talk to your manager haircut, which... <laughs> The it's it's hard to find attractive, but I get it. Okay, my I've last... Hold on, hold on. I've seen some soccer moms that look kind of like Cleary, though. Nice. We should see where his head Were is. Were they lesbians? I'm not done no, with... find out. <laughs> 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 you lay up the peyote. <laughs> Just like Matt. <laughs> Never know. 
Also, Bismarck had a fifth and sixth grade midget football league. Did you play midget football? No, I was a soccer player. I think, you yeah, were, we yeah, did call it midget football. You were clearly talking to Cole because we grew up together. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely. <laughs> well, we didn't call it midget football, but we, like, it was just called youth football. But I didn't know what midget football uh, was. It was definitely midget football in my day. Yeah, and if you weighed over 97 pounds, they would discriminate and call you a beaver. <laughs> And you had to have a red helmet. And you had a red dot on your helmet and you could fucking run you could, the ball. You could only play on the line or something. So, one of my best friends. And you had to weigh 70 pounds. No, it was 97 <laughs> or over. It was beefer. Because my fifth grade year I weighed 99 pounds. My sixth grade year I weighed 100 pounds. Talk about two dick punch rodeos. Right <laughs> Fuck me. So, one of my best friends that plays at NDSU now, he was our center and I was our quarterback. Every time we needed five, six yards, we'd run a QB sneak right up the middle, and the next basically year... basically fall on him and roll over. I basically would just follow him, and he would just plow people over for me. And the next year, there was a weight limit on carrying the ball in our league. So, Yeah, so if anybody's wondering why I'm weird and have low self-esteem, it's because... In fifth and sixth grade, I got discriminated against. Well, well, and had a red yeah. dot on my helmet. Well, there's there's charges. Do you have, like... Kids that are trying to make weight, they weigh in in their underwear, and then there's kids that are like, I need to make the 65 pound weight limit. They have like six pairs of socks on, like I was <laughs> a winter coat and a sweatshirt. That was me and one of my close buddies. He was so light that he put rocks from his rock garden, his parents' rock garden, in his pocket, wore all the clothes. It's like August when they're doing the weigh in, so it's no reason to be wearing sweatshirts. And then I'm the opposite. I'm just wearing like flip flops. <laughs> Going commando. <laughs> Haven't eaten in four days. But yeah, I've heard of people, kids cutting weight so they can play quarterback or something. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Alright, my last Clary's comment it's I hate the Kardashians. And this I writ, wrote, writ, wrote long about six days ago. And then all of Kanye happened. But I really wanted to touch on the names of their kids and how they just lampooned. Let's start with Con Weezy. <laughs> that dude needs to be put in a mental hospital. Pray, like pray for Ye. That's all I gotta say. Do you see Kim Kardashian came out saying he had bipolar disorder? Yeah, exactly. First time like I had ever heard of that. No, he definitely uh, put it in his songs. Does he really? I don't listen to much Kanye, so I don't know. I don't. I listen to a lot of like country music. And Have you like, seen the movie The Interview? <laughs> yes. Did I miss something? <laughs> when he's interviewing Eminem about a rabbit trail of gayness. <laughs> the reason I talk about that is because I'm gay. Yes. Yeah, this is, this is, wait, a, this is a modern day Kanye West. He raps about all sorts of shit. Sings about all sorts oh, of shit. And, when his, and it's true. His tweets that he deleted... Sweet, so basically, every he called Chris Jenner Chris Jung. <laughs> but the names of their kids, so I want to go down this like in order. So it starts with Courtney's kids. They have Mason. Normal. Then they go to Penelope, which is, which is normal. Her middle name is Scotland. Pay, pay homage. Pay homage to Scotland. Homage. <laughs> Next one is Rain, which I can. Dwight Schrute 
I mean, I feel like that's just a porn star bound name. R E I G N. Okay, so a king bound name. And then Kim starts having kids. First one is Northwest. <laughs> All right. I guess I can. I'll get behind that. Like that's just one, a direction. One's not too bad. Next one is Saint. Well, if a saint's someone that doesn't have to work a day in their life, honestly, the next one, Chicago, because Kanye was born in Chicago. <laughs> I like the name Chicago. I'm gonna name my kid Tony Alex. I have a Tony. Then, then their last kid. I'm gonna name my kid. Last kid. They go with like Bible quotes, which I don't get because she definitely has a porn video. Oh, yeah, but Kanye has a gospel album. If you want to call it that. Uh, you know porn stars can have kids too, right? Yeah. Porn stars can be... Alright, so I'm the bad guy here. Yeah, you are. Their next kid is Psalm. Like the Bible. Psalm. It's cute. Psalm. How is that cute? How am I the bad guy here? <laughs> how, how do you spell that? P-S-A-L-M. Psalm. Psalm. And then Rob Kardashian is a kid. Rob Kardashian. Kid's name is Dream. We go on to Kylie Jenner as her first kid, Stormy. Stormy Daniels. It's a exactly. Good, it's a good dog name. Yeah. A lot of these are good, never like a plant name or something. <laughs> Chloe has a kid. Oh, this one you think might be normal. She has one kid. Kid's name is True. She immediately gets divorced afterwards. <laughs> True Moo. <laughs> <laughs> how, like, how are those names? And like celebrity names? I don't get why not? What's wrong with normal names? Uh, and there's nothing wrong with like these out of the box names, but the fact that you're naming your kid Rhythm or like Door, Nostril, Nostril. Can name a kid Nostril. I have a Nostril. Because you snorted coke the night <laughs> conceived. But Nos would be a pretty cool nickname. You could have twins and name them Nostril. Both of them Nostril. So you have two Nostrils. Trail, eyes, ears, feet, big toes, nipples, nipples, nuts, couple fallacies from the last episode, in episode 9, I, Jordan Michael, host of No Raised No Headache podcast, said that the Summer Olympics is every 8 years, <laughs> but in fact it's every 4 years, I don't know where my math went there, but I sincerely apologize to anybody who I offended. Also, in last episode, we gave a shout-out to our foreign listener, Czechvia. Yes! <laughs> which, uh, which Matt, Matt got half correct. He said... That's not a real place. No, you said it was Czechoslo Czechoslovakia, which is no longer a place, but you also did say it's what they use for the... Short term for Czech Republic. So you were correct there. So shout out to our listeners in Germany, Ireland, and Czech Republic. Thank you for listening abroad. Paying homage. <laughs> That's our show for this week, folks. So thank you all so much for listening. Feel free to follow us on Twitter. NBNH Pod is the podcast page. Myself, Jordan Michael, or Matt Bismatty Ice. We also have Facebook page and Instagram now, so check those out. Remember to hit the subscribe button on Apple and follow us on Spotify. 
And stay tuned for next week as we will have the first ever live kombucha tea taste test on No Brains, No Headache podcast. So I'm really looking forward to that. I hope you all have a wonderful and safe weekend. Take care. Vlog? No? What vlog? They started vlogging. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. It's just hilarious. It's oh. like a mini bar still. It basically is. I mean, I'll read it to you. It's just content, but yeah, barstool. Why we should all be thanking Scotland. Oh, I saw this on your story. I didn't read it though yet. Up until recently, recently I was under the impression that all Scotland gave us was bagpipes, Mel Gibson yelling freedom whilst literally getting his limbs ripped off, and Fat Bastard's illustrious sumo career. I was wrong. Scotland is credited with being home to the following. Modern anesthetics, penicillin, insulin, television, the telephone, refrigerator, golf, radar, James Bond, and ATMs, to name a few. I want to talk about the unsung heroes of Scottish inventions. The pedal bike is from Scotland, believe it or not. Whether you are an avid biker that won't shut the hell up about the fact that he's an avid biker, or the guy that bought a bike from a pawn shop for $80 because he's got his fourth DUI. Bikes are crucial to society. If you live in a bigger city, there are two certainties in life. One, everyone has a bike. And two, everyone that owns a bike will have it stolen at some point in time. So for the next time I decide to drink 26 bush lights and go ass over a tea kettle while trying to cut through some guy's fully fenced backyard, I say thank you, Scotland. Fun fact, hypnotism was invented in Scotland. <laughs> It does not have great, it does have some great uses like helping with mental illness or stopping your cousin from sucking back a carton of Marlboro Reds a day. I want to talk about the cheap hypnotists. You know the ones I'm talking about. The ones that usually work in airports or on Latvian cruise ships. The after prom party hypnotist that was a last minute replacement for the magician that turned out to be a registered sex offender. So to the subpar hypnotist, I salute you. <laughs> now to the sports that Scotland is lesser known for inventing. For example, when a bunch of large Scots just go out into a field and throw different sized large objects. Curling was invented in Scotland. I love curling. For one, the U.S. is great at it. And two, it gives you a great opportunity to suck down a couple cold ones on a Tuesday and get way too competitive a bunch of against a bunch of 55-year-old men you will never see again, besides every Tuesday for the next two months. <laughs> Lastly, this isn't a sport, but the dugout was invented in Scotland. There's absolutely nothing better than sitting in a dugout, spitting seeds, and sneaking drinks so that you don't get kicked out of your slow-pitch softball league. <laughs> in the words of Mel Gibson, I pay homage to Scotland. Did you just say homage? Yeah. So he says in the fucking movie. Pretty sure the H is silent. Homage? It's homage. Cole? I think I have no idea. <laughs> Cole? Get in the I middle of this. fucking idea. Homage does sound right, though. <laughs> Not homage. Oh, thank you. Homage.